Hello, and welcome to the Middle East Forum Speaker Webinar Series and Podcast. I'm Stacey Roman, and I will be moderating this discussion today. We are pleased to have Nasser Kader, who has served as a member of the Danish Parliament since 2001 and a senior fellow at the Hudson Institute, join us to discuss Denmark, where the left cracks down on Islamism. Mr. Kader will speak for 15 minutes and open it up for questions. Should you wish to ask a question, please use the Q&A box located at the bottom of your screen to type your question. And with that, I will turn the discussion over to, to Mr. Nasser Kader. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, okay. Thank you so much for inviting me. I have a huge respect for Daniel Pipes. Uh, Daniel visited me in the Danish parliament uh, many years ago, and I followed the Middle East Forum. We are on the same page. So when it comes to immigration, throughout the last two decades, Denmark has adopted a new realistic approach to these uh, issues. In the late 60s, when my father and other arrived to Denmark to work, they didn't expect anyone to support them. They were not a burden to the state. They contributed to Denmark's wealth. In the 80s and 90s, things started to change. The approach was that the people who arrived were victims. So nothing was demanded of them. They were supplied with all their needs and got used to living on support and found no reason to work or to give back to, to society. They even became a lose to society. Things changed in the early 20s. Now, so now we draw a line between immigration policy, which is about economy and asylum policies, which is about providing protection and asylum when it needed. However, the, this protection is regarded now as temporary, not permanent. This uh, new realistic approach is now widely accepted in Denmark from left to right and red to green, and also of the majority of the Danes. We, Denmark, are frontrunner country, and uh, I'm, I'm proud of it. This is what I asked for in my books and in many of my articles since I was student in the late 80s and was a translator for many refugees from Middle Eastern countries. Many of them came, they got the same privileges as the Danish from day one. But uh, they were never, you know, they, I never heard uh, any gratitude. Uh, I, I, I can't remember I translate the word thanks. That annoyed me a lot. Uh, I don't like the, when people come to a new country and misuse uh, the new country. So today I will discuss how well uh, the Danish uh, uh, policies are working and why even the Social Democrat Party, they have the power now, uh, the government now, it's a center-left party. Uh, they uh, took a new and more realistic position up to the last election in, in uh, 2019. They discovered that uh, the main reason they lost a lot of elections was because 
their liberal immigration policies, uh, because of their liberal immigration policies. So uh, they adopted a more conservative ideology on immigration and on uh, law and order. This uh, change in policy was partly to win the next election and partly because they realized that we have huge integration problems that need to be solved. I think this uh, paradigm change is a potential model for the rest of uh, Europe if we want to protect and save our, our urban societies and welfare. It could also be a model for other left-wing parties in Western Europe. Let's uh, look at the Labour Party in UK. They have a very weak uh, leader. He can't cut through and be a strong leader and modernize his party the way Tony Blair did in the 90s. If he wants to be prime minister, he has to face up to the group that Tristan Diaz had hijacked the party, left-wingers, anti-Semitic, Black Lives Matters, identity policy groups, woke again agenda, and so on. Uh, most of them are in one or another way in alliances with Islamists. As uh, my friend here, C. Ellis said, the left wings are the best gift to Islamists. The same thing could be said about the, the Democrats in the United States of America. So uh, back to the subject in hand, the choice of religion and culture has always been free and up to the individual. It was assumed that people would and could live their lives peacefully and in accordance with uh, Danish Western uh, values. However, the Mohammed Khartoum crisis uh, in 2005 became a kind of a turning point an eye-opener for many Danish. The Danish uh, rights of personal expression and the freedom of the press came under heavy attack. I think that until this, uh, most people in Denmark had not really considered the differences in religion and culture of immigrant groups in general. The approach uh, before that was op optimistic. Time will take of integration, but uh, we were wrong. Now we can see that even young Muslims uh, born in Western Europe are against integration and are more loyal to their parents' countries uh, than to the country they live in. Integration is not something uh, pick and choose to do. The state must uh, step in and make rules which everybody should follow. Danish are astounded uh, at the idea that freedom of expression should be uh, suppressed and that a wave of violence and death threats could spread throughout the Muslim world so easily, all because a handful of uh, cartoons. So this incident proved to be a turning point or a trigger point, which meant uh, that we in Denmark became a front runner country when it came to combating uh, political Islam and those who don't want to be integrated in Denmark. Maybe all Western countries need their own cartoon crisis uh, to realize it. Look at France. Uh, they had, in a way, their cartoon crisis 
Charles Hebdo, uh, which was far more dramatic and caused Macron to change from being a soft liberal to being more of a hawk. I, uh, I was once asked by a group of Syrian uh, refugee women in Denmark. They came to visit me in the parliament. Uh, one of them asked uh, why it is that uh, you decision makers hate us uh, refugees. I told her, nobody uh, hate you. Uh, why do you say that? Uh, she said, because uh, you don't give us uh, so much uh, money and benefits. Uh, I told her that uh, has nothing to do with hate. Uh, we as a decision makers in Denmark has to uh, uh, look at our citizens uh, first. The Danes are actually uh, colorblinded, uh, colorblind, uh, and are very welcoming people. If uh, people uh, want want Denmark, contribute to Denmark, uh, love Denmark. But uh, because Denmark is also a very small uh, and homogeneous uh, country, and they know the country's existence depends on everyone abiding the law and embracing uh, Danish values and traditions. Everybody is expected to make a contribution, including uh, through work and taxes for the common good. That's a very Lutheranian uh, value, and Denmark is a Lutheranian uh, country. You have to work. Uh, a lot of them, uh, a, lot of the, uh, a lot of the refugees and immigrants uh, don't uh, do this uh, today. Uh, the majority of women from many uh, immigrant groups are on social welfare, the large majority of them, uh, of certain groups. This annoy a lot of hardworking uh, Danish. The Social Democrat Party had uh, for many years been divided on this issue. However, the current uh, leadership understood that uh, there is a fundamental contradiction between a very liberal immigration policy and the survival of the welfare state. As you know, Denmark is a welfare state and that doesn't come free it's a question of numbers. Immigration from third world countries costs the Danish taxpayers more than 4 billion US dollars or 3.5 billion pounds a year, a year. This of course means a, a loss of public money which cannot at the same time be spent on the welfare state's core uh, activities. Uh, Denmark will always provide a safe haven for those who need it. I also don't see uh, us uh, leaving any international agreements or conventions, but uh, we will uh, challenge some of the conventions, especially uh, the one that prevent us from uh, deport uh, criminals uh, from uh, Denmark. That's annoying me and a lot of Danish uh, citizens. It's uh, not going to happen for a small country like, like Denmark to leave international uh, agreements. Uh, but we will be uh, tough on immigration no matter, no matter who is in government uh, from now on. It's not uh, going to change. The change we have seen the last years, uh, I believe, is real. 
the social democrats uh, really mean it. They see the period between 1980 and 2020 as an exemption to the rule that the social democrats should the party should be the guarantee for the survival of the welfare state. They realize it, uh, uh, and that's good. Obviously, the social democrat, uh, democrat leadership also observed how traditional working class voters have uh, gradually left uh, social democratic parties for more anti-immigration parties in Denmark. But I do believe they have uh, finally realized that the welfare state cannot survive a liberal, open, free-for-all immigration uh, policy. Like all conservative parties, the Social Democrats uh, today see Sweden as the worst case scenario. Sweden is, in my opinion, the champion of political correctness and naivety. Uh, for years, our neighbor, Sweden, has accepted everyone from all corners of the world, both as uh, migrants and as refugees. Some were even given residence uh, permits uh, from day one on their arrival. It's easy to get the Swedish citizenship and so on, unlike uh, Denmark. This was done with the best of, the, of intentions and in the name of humanity, however, lack of any real integration has taken a heavy toll. There is a huge uh, concentration of immigrants in many of uh, the housing projects uh, surrounding the larger towns and capital uh, Stockholm. Gains uh, dominate uh, these areas and the level of violence is very high, with gun violence way above the EU norms where the EU statistics show that annually 1.6 people per million die as a result of gunshot uh, within the EU as a whole. The figure for Sweden is four per million. In Germany, for, uh, for example, uh, 2.9 per million people are murdered each year. In Sweden is 12 per million. A large number of these are traceable to unintegrated immigrant uh, gangs. The hip hop scene is dominated by gangs. Uh, in the past, uh, young people used to use hip hop to get out of crime, and now they use hip hop to get into crime and uh, gangs. Sweden calls its uh, welfare state for Folkehemmet. Translated, that means the people's home. In my opinion, that home is broken. Sweden is lost. We in Denmark wish to avoid such, uh, such uh, uh, frightening uh, statistics. The numbers uh, speak for themselves. Uh, up until 2015, the number of immigrants arriving in Denmark grew. Since uh, 2015, uh, the number of immigrants has uh, decreased. But the most important, uh, we demand that all immigrants to assimilate in Denmark. Integration is not enough. Assimilation is not to reset your background, but to impress Denmark and the Danish culture. So we welcome all those who wish to be part of the Danish society, who wish to work, to integrate, to pay taxes, and in all seek integration. The choice of religion is still free, but uh, private uh, preaching hate is not uh, private. 
nobody accepts uh, immigrants to stop being uh, who they are, but uh, they must accept that when living and working in Denmark, they live by Danish rules and Danish laws. So I will. I would not say that the Danish attitude uh, ha has hardened as such, but that we have become more realistic and more aware of what it needed to remain uh, Denmark as we know Denmark, a free, open, uh, cohesive society. The Conservative parties in Denmark uh, wisely foresaw this situation back in 2006 after the Mohammed Khartoum crisis. And the Social Democrats are so it uh, lately, but uh, good they did. And they are now dedicated uh, to preserving the welfare state. So uh, if the EU doesn't adopt more realistic policies towards immigration, I fear that more member states will follow the, pre, uh, the UK and take control over their borders in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much. You made some very fascinating points. Uh, first question is from Carrie. Uh, what in general is the background of the immigrants who prefer to immigrate to Denmark? Sorry? What is the background of the immigrants who prefer to immigrate to Denmark? You know, in the late 60s, beginning of the 70s, uh, uh, a lot of uh, people from Turkey, ex-Yugoslavia, uh, some from uh, the Middle East, among them my father. Uh, in the 80s and 90s, we got a lot of refugees from uh, Lebanon, Palestinian from Lebanon, uh, Iraq, uh, uh, ex-Yugoslavia, uh, uh, Somalia. Later on, we got refugees from Afghanistan, uh, and uh, uh, the last uh, five, six years uh, uh, from Syria and Afghanistan. Uh, uh, and also Pakistanis, they came in the 70s. All right, thank you. Just for some background knowledge there. Uh, so we have a question from an anonymous viewer. Is the problem of social adjustment of Muslim immigrants based on the fact that they are coming mostly for economic reasons rather than in search for political values such as democracy and personal freedoms. I couldn't hear, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> closer. Is the problem of social adjustment of Muslim immigrants based on the fact that they're coming from uh, to Europe for economic reasons rather than in search of political values such as democracy and personal freedoms? Yeah, that's what wonder, uh, you know, uh, if you leave your country because the lack of uh, freedom, freedom of speech and so on, uh, I, 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 I can't understand why you don't adapt it to these values uh, when you come to a new country. You know, uh, I travel a lot and uh, uh, the most extreme uh, people I've ever met are living in the West in Denmark and Western Europe. Uh, you know, I like uh, Muslims in the Muslims world more than Muslims in the West Europe. Understood, thank you. From Iris Strauss, could the Danish Social Democrats use their influence to help the Social Democrats in the US uh, think and act right on this issue? 
I think a lot of, I'm not social democrat, but I admire uh, the paradigm change they did uh, the last years. Uh, it's good for the country, even though we don't uh, agree politically on all issues. If you care for Denmark, then uh, it's good what they done the last uh, five, six years. And I think uh, a lot of other European social democrats uh, are observing what uh, the Danish social democrats are doing. Some of them have said uh, they don't want to do the same in Denmark, you know, as the social democrat in Sweden. Uh, they are very familiar with what the social democrat has done in Denmark, but they don't want to go the same way. And in my opinion, it's uh, wrong. So, uh, in my opinion, the Danish social democrats are front runner of the modern social democrat uh, of the West. So, other social democrat parties should uh, learn from the Danish social democrats. Thank you. From Ken Miller, in the European countries, do you think that the loss of historical culture in the countries is too far progressed to reverse itself and the cultural issues cannot be restored? And is this not what will happen in the U.S. going forward? You know, uh, I think that a lot of Westerners, uh, they don't... Uh, uh, it seems like they don't care about their values. Uh, they they should care about the values. Uh, you know, the Western uh, values are, in my opinion, the best uh, values when it comes to personal uh, freedom, uh, freedom of speech, freedom of expression, and so on. So they should uh, care for these values, also protect these uh, values, and tell people who come to the Western countries, you have to adopt these uh, values. Uh, they are first, and uh, you are uh, your your yeah your home country's values. Uh, keep it at home. Uh, so I I really can't uh, understand why m most of the Westerner uh, has uh, less affair. Uh, view on uh, their uh, Western values. Thank you. And along those lines, Ayad Rahim asks, what has Denmark done to encourage integration and assimilation and that feeling of pride of being Danish? A lot. Uh, we are proud of what we, we had done. We use a lot of money every year to integration. You know, when you come to Denmark as a refugee, you get free uh, education, you get a free uh, flat or house, uh, free health, uh, everything is uh, free. Uh, and uh, the first three years, uh, we give you a chance to learn the language. But uh, afterwards, you should go out and look for a job. Uh, and that's what uh, most of the refugees don't do because sometimes, uh, there's no difference between being on welfare and to get a job to a minimum wage. And that's wrong in my opinion, because uh, uh, to work is the best social policies in my opinion. Thank you. And you were mentioning Sweden earlier um, with the border being so close, 
border. Um, <laughs> are, is, is Denmark able to control the border of Sweden from, from Islamists? Uh, right now we do because of uh, COVID. <laughs> so that's uh, one of the few good things of the COVID that we can control our border uh, more than we did before. But I don't think that we, after the COVID, will go back to not controlling the border. There's a huge demand among the citizens that we should uh, control our border. Also because uh, every time, every time the Danish hear about Sweden, it's about violence uh, and about criminality. In Sweden, they have uh, what they call uh, tribe gangs. Uh, not ordinary gains, but gains uh, related to families. Uh, the leader of the Swedish uh, police, uh, police uh, said they have around 40 uh, tribe gains. And some of them try to expand, uh, extend their, their gains to the neighboring countries. So we have had a, a couple of incidents in Denmark uh, where the Swedish gangs are fighting each other in Denmark and trying to uh, get alliance in Denmark. And uh, we don't want it. That's why there's a demand that we should control our border to Sweden also. Thank you. My apologies. That question was from Steve Holstein. <laughs> uh, okay. from, from Steven Gerzoff. Uh, do you have any outspoken Islamists in Denmark, uh, such as the ones in Great Britain, who lecture about welfare for Muslim immigrants, uh, that welfare is owed to them, and the annual payments which non-Muslims must pay as demas to ruling Muslim class? I tried to paragraph. I don't understand the question, sorry. <laughs> uh, do you have any outspoken Islamists in Denmark uh, that, are, that are going against these immigration policies? We, we still have opposition uh, against this uh, policy that is supported uh, among um, the majority of the parties and the majority of the Danish people. We still have liberal parties and uh, very left-wing parties that are against uh, this policy. But uh, uh, they are small, uh, they don't have uh, a large influence and they will not change anything because there's a consensus. We will not change this policy. And we don't want to be a country people come to because of the benefits. If you want to come to Denmark, you know, only if we need your skills, if, we, if some companies, Danish companies, need some labor skin, uh, skills, then we will open up for it. In my opinion, and uh, other uh, conservative uh, politicians, uh, we should uh, reject uh, people coming to our border and seek asylum. Uh, we should, the refugees should be picked up from the refugee camps, the, uh, in Middle East and other countries, because those who come to Denmark or, or the Western country, they use a lot of money to do it, and they, 
and the smuggler uh, get rich of it. You can see what's happening in uh, Belarus. A lot of them who came, they came as uh, tourists uh, to Belarus uh, and used a lot of money to get there. Uh, but people, you know, refugees in the refugee camp who doesn't have 10, 15,000 US dollars to come to Europe, they don't have a chance. So in my opinion, nobody should get, uh, get asylum if they come themselves, we should pick them up from the refugee camp as uh, quota uh, refugees. Thank you. And our last few minutes here, what can be done to encourage greater cultural assimilation of Muslims in Europe? Right now, I'm very pessimistic because uh, our opponents, uh, those who don't like the Western uh, values, uh, who don't uh, doesn't like uh, democracy, freedom, and so on, uh, they uh, uh, are better than we are to uh, get uh, the young people to be a part of their movements. Uh, we should uh, be much better and tell uh, the young people who are living here in the West uh, that. Uh, our values is uh, much better uh, uh, than our openings. Uh, but the problem is uh, people are scared of telling other people about their culture and their values because they are afraid that uh, they will say that they are racist or people who don't like uh, foreigners. But in my opinion, we should uh, flesh our Western values much more than we do now. Thank you. Uh, unfortunately, we've reached the end. Can you tell our viewers where we can find some more of your work? Yes, my, uh, you can uh, find some of my articles on uh, hudson.org. Uh, you can find some of my, my CV and so on on uh, the Danish Parliament's uh, website. It's called kristensport.dk, and I have a homepage called uh, carter.dk and uh, Facebook, uh, NASA Carter Denmark. I, uh, you can uh, send me a message to my messenger there. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, we have quite a few wonderful questions that unfortunately we didn't get time to get to, but thank you so much for speaking with us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Of course. For our viewers, please join us Wednesday for an update with Ashley Perry at 3 p.m. Eastern. Thank you all for joining us, and I hope you have a wonderful day.